Young thugs in this motherfucker. Yo, this is Mike Soups chilling with the realest heads. Mega late show. Tune in, number one podcast show in the world. Weird beats to start off with. Welcome back to the Grove. The Grove. The Bohemian Grove. This is the Grove of Theoretical Gates. (laughs) The Ontological Anarchy Strip Club. The Mega Late Show. Mega Show. Tokyo Hip Hop and Creative Culture Podcast. Bi weekly. Wait. Bi weekly means like every other week? Every other week. What does it mean when I release two episodes in a week? Double weekly. <laughs> Two episodes a week. Yeah. <laughs> Dodecahedron weekly. No, it's tetrahedral. Yo, this is some weird shit, but I dig it. Mm-hmm. This is uh, the homie FKD off of his newest album, Editorial. Like editorial, but real. Yeah. He's a Japanese beat maker. I was just out here with him. Uh, Aaron Cholai, Buddha Monk, uh, Woka, and a couple other beat makers the other night. Shout out to them. But this uh, this track is called Tape In with Dami and DJ Yasa. Weird shit. Lovely shit. I gotta find some music to play in the background though. This is raw. Here we go. Let's go in. I'll play some more FKD. You know, Jansport J just came out with a new uh, beat tape uh, today. today. Well, I guess it would be like two weeks ago since you were listening to this podcast. But it's a joint that he made immediately on his trip back from Japan. He, um, let's see, he was out here a few weeks ago he was a guest on the podcast with his manager and also mc homie uh slim jeff jansport j is super dope so i would imagine you guys should go listen to that episode of the podcast shout out to him shout out to our guest last week who was scott popular and Rekka dam where they came to talk about their new video game that they are developing the ninja man game pay attention to that shit also uh the week before that dj illegal of the snow goons you guys know who that is go listen to that and before that marcus d who you guys also should know who that is we've got a lot of guests recently and today my two guests are two uh independent working artists out here in tokyo if you listen to the last part of the podcast we got into um Tokyo as inspiration, some some of the difficulties of living out here and creating art and trying to find your way within the artistic community out here, things of that nature. And joined with me is my co-host, the 3D God himself, Kane Joaquin. Peace, Kane Joaquin. Yo. And guests, Eric and Jay. What's up? Hey, hey. Word. Yeah, I like when you freak with different languages. Let's keep doing that type of shit. Just, you can respond to us in Korean all you want, but I can't put subtitles under the shit. No, I can help you out, man. Yeah? All right, here we go. Um, yeah, so this part of the podcast is more casual. We kind of just talk about anything that we like. We talk uh, specifically about the art and stuff like that. or any, I don't know. Usually we do that with musical artists. I ask, like, what kind of equipment do you use and shit? I don't know how interesting it is for people to find out how you guys create your art, but we'll ask some of those questions. We're also going to 
play some songs that we like, talk about those. Maybe I'll put them at the end of the podcast so you can listen to them without us over them. I'll think about it. We'll see how I feel when I get to editing this shit. And um, also we'll play a game of the Sound Cypher, which is a game created by the homie, the Urban Aristocrat. We've got an event going on. Maybe today, if you're listening to this, on the 28th, we're going to be at Harry's Sandwich Company in Harajuku showing a a sound cypher game. So you can come up and play that with us and uh, eat some delicious sandwiches. Look, you'll see the the post on all of our social media type of shit. What's sound cypher? The sound cypher is a card game that the Urban Aristocrat developed, which is a musical card game. You basically plug in your phone or turn on your Apple TV or whatever, and there's these cards that have uh, specific questions to ask each other. So, for example, an artist card here, right? And so each card is uh, ascribed like a certain number of points. So for this card, it says, play the best song from the artist's musical, musical catalog. And the artist for this card is LL Cool J. Mm. So we just, if that card gets pulled up, we each have, uh, we each play, we each play a round of it. We pick an LL Cool J song. So if I pick Mama Said Knock You Out, you cannot pick that. And then we, amongst ourselves, decide who wins. If there's a deadlock, we look to see which song is more successful, more popular on YouTube or whatever. And there's a variety of different cards. There's artist cards. There's... There's for the culture type of cars, like best song from Def Jam, best uh, East Coast, West Coast collaboration, just a variety of things. So there are three different types of decks, hip hop, uh, R&B and pop, and then an open sort, open format one. I'm hoping that Herb creates like a hip hop heads one. That's ill. Some he showed me shit. these at, um, at Late's joint. Yeah. Uh, so. We we uh we had all talked about getting together and doing it, me, him, and Late a long time ago, months and months ago. But um, we're finally just going to pull the trigger and throw it at Harry's for a little bit of fun, and oh, nice. maybe find another venue that's bigger. But just try to get together and, and do that a little bit. So that'll be on the twenty eighth at Harry's Sandwich Shop. Good place. Nice. I actually gave my my deck away mm. to um, DJ Illegal of the Snow Goons, and I got to oh. get another deck. But we'll play around. I'll just think of. A card. You know what I mean? So we'll do that. <laughs> all right, all right. But let's start off, man. Um, art. Art. Heavy. Fart. I see. Is this a piece book that you have here, Eric? You just doodle in that and draw on this? Yeah, often? it's my current sketchbook I've got going on oh, right okay. now. I'm working That's on tight. this. Oh, you should have told me, man. Sure. <laughs> you, know, you know, like, I, I was thinking, and I didn't, I thought this might be kind of whack, but I was going to be like, yo, if you guys got any, like, prints of some shit or I some shit you want to share, mm. I, I, I would be down to hang them in my walls and shit. You know what I mean? I I've got a bunch of Keen stuff around here. Like, back here, I got some acrylic joints, and then over here. But, yeah, man, um, I need more art for this place. Yeah. But, yeah. I'll get some stuff. Yeah, Bring if you guys through. got any, yeah, mm. come through, kick it and shit. Oh, yeah. Like. I'll be recording every weekend, basically. I gotta change this. this these beats are kind of too wild, you know, to to have behind mm-hmm. us. So let me see. Is it be more mellow? Yeah. Let me see what I got. What have you guys been listening to lately? Oh no, let's not start with what you guys been listening to. What have you guys been watching? Watching. Damn. SpongeBob. Yeah. No, I'm not kidding, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's like my morning like wake up like anime every day. Let me ask you something. 
Is SpongeBob supposed to be fucking frightening? Because <laughs> that shit is frightening. To oh me. yeah, yeah, it's definitely. It's, it's not children. a show for kids. Like I can tell you that. Like some of the content, like they have, like the the way they like show it, it's not for kids. It's for the parents that are letting the kids like be occupied yes. by that shit. Definitely it's for them to be entertained. It's like Korean Shin Chang. Shin yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they used deeper. to play that on. Not first was exposed to that through um, Adult Swim. And then when I came here, I was like, yo, why is this like right next to Doraemon and right next to like Ampaman? Was SpongeBob was on Adult Swim? No, Shinchan. Oh, Shinchan. Yeah, which yeah. is like dick jokes and shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like if you go to the original manga, like there's like ton of like graphic shit like going on. Sexual like, innuendo. Yeah, like, like, like right? Shinchan like going into the room and like mom and dad is like bumping each other. Like, oh, we're doing wrestling and shit like that. <laughs> Like, uh, wow, like I want to join too. Like, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like oh, that. Shit. Yeah, but when I came here, I was surprised because I heard I had seen episodes on Adult Swim, and I was like, why is this right next to like the real kid stuff? But I guess you know, they they're about that. What is the other detective that's head is a butt? What is it the the one butt detective? Oh, like his face is like yeah, a butt, yeah, yeah. and he's a detective. I forget the name of it. I forgot the name, like but some yeah, other yeah. kid shit. Yeah. And it's like, yo, like, he'd be, like, farting out of his face. And I'm just like, whoa, man, this is interesting. Yeah, there's a Korean show called The Farty. Literally, Farty. A character named Farty. And it's, like, selling out, like, crazy. I don't really get it, but, like, I don't know. They're into butt bum stuff here, I think. Just the 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 farting jokes. uh, So bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. What kind of, uh, what kind of cartoons did they have in Korea and Canada as you guys are growing up? I mean, Did you guys just get like American imports? Well, like yeah, Heathcliff exactly. Doc- it's a, Inspector it's, Gadget. It's American, shit? but there's a shit I grew up on. This channel out of Toronto called YTV uh, had a bunch of Canadian stuff, but then you'd also get like the Dragon Ball, the fucking all the American stuff coming through. The it, same things, Power Rangers, all that stuff. We're basically raised off the same stuff that oh, okay. the states was. Yeah, it's I guess for Korea, it's a little bit unique. Because um, it it comes it, it's because of the historical reason by with Korea and Japan, and um, because like Korean broadcasting system was so banning like Japanese culture, animes or anything like related to Japan was not allowed to show on TV, but it was so popular, they just like dubbed everything out in Korean. They mm. just switched all the names and everything, and just like they showed it as a Korean anime. So when I was growing up as a kid, I thought that was all Korean. Oh, okay. And like for example, like Slam Dunk, like oh, Sakura, shit. Sakuragi, or every anyone like they all had Korean names. They had like Korean school, and all the places are Korean name like places. Oh, oh wow! And wow. so it's it's still happening like for the uh, major broadcasting. Uh, but on the cables now they have like subtitles and like oh it's all Japanese everyone knows that but it's been a while since do you feel like the relationship between Korea and Japan is as strained as it was when you were a child <sighs> for people that don't for people that don't know there is a it bit of like a contentious a yes. There's relationship a history right there. yeah. it's a deep history there oh uh, it's it's very deep it's I it's, mean the Japanese like their imperialism is mm. pretty violent it's and ruthless. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, just for the people who doesn't knows about the historical part, um, Korea was um, occupied colonized by Japan for forty over forty years in the uh, nineteen 
20 to uh, 40, not like that age. And after the uh, World War II, you know, we got in independent. But because of the uh, the colonized time was there, it was so stricted. Like there was a lot of Japanese culture like, left over, and the uh, first generations in Japan, the Korean first generations are still struggling a lot, and also for the kids and blah 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 blah. It's right. it's something. It's really hard it's to like. Up. Yeah, it's it's really hard to just like talk about it in like a couple of minutes, well, but. What's interesting is like uh, Germany was like, yeah, we fucked up real bad. We're going to educate our people like this is where we fucked up. It was fucked up. Let's not do that again. Nationalism's kind of fucked up out here. But with Japan, there was like it was fucked up. But forget about it. Yeah, like, that, that was the biggest problem. They didn't really acknowledge yeah. it. It's like, let's just let's just forget that ever happened and yeah. continue moving forward. It's like, oh, you're bringing that up. Like, yeah, let's let's not. And there's been a lot of people who. Like, Japan wasn't even acknowledging, like, the comfort women from mm. Korea for a long mm. time. Or, like, the, uh, what was it, the massacre of Nanking in China and shit. So, mm. it's, it's a little bit wild. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, what I, were we talking about? Cartoons and shit? Cartoons before yeah, that? Now yeah, it's yeah like, now it's like, like okay, yeah. cartoons, <laughs> let's get out of this. Japanese imperialism. Let's <laughs> get on it, dog. See, we, we, we hit, the, like, the, the big topics, you know? This is a big mind podcast. 200 IQ only. I don't know. Uh, I've been watching is anyone? Um, <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho. Definitely. Not at all. Is what I've been watching. Oh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Hakusho. Man, yeah, that, I missed it when show. I was a kid. That's but Yeah. I just finished um, Altered Carbon Season 2. Uh, Heard about it? Yeah, I just finished it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's coming yeah. up too, right? Yeah, it was It was, uh, It was. was good. Yeah. I, I like the show. It's, uh, it's just a good sci-fi show. Yeah. Uh, season 2. How did you... It's an interesting concept because they can basically just replace the lead yeah, actor with yeah. anyone, right? So, yeah. well, what's do- like at first when it first came out, I was like, oh, here's like another one of those, you know, B movie type of Netflix sci-fi shows. Mm. It's always start off with an interesting concept and fall apart to some whack shit. But the first season was actually pretty dope. I yep. was really excited for season two, and they completely relate, uh, like replaced the. Uh, the head um, protagonist, like in the first season, was some. I don't know who the actor was, but some really tall, like super blonde white guy. And then this season, it's Anthony Mackie. Yeah. And it's also like his original body is like a Japanese guy, and that guy comes back. And yeah. It's just a. It's it's a really good sci-fi show um, that I'm looking forward to seeing again. Like if you yeah. didn't. Like, it's one that you kind of have to watch and pay attention to because it kind of, like, There's weaves in and out lots of different storylines and stuff like that. And, yeah, it's dope, though. It's it's one of the better Netflix series that I've watched. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for that. They're, uh, like you mentioned earlier, they're, they're doing kind of a an animated movie to kind of fill in some oh, gaps. Word. So I, I'm getting, like, Matri- Matrix vibes off that. You know, with the Animatrix, that shit was so good. Right. And then they're doing that with Alter Carbon because there is so much kind of backstory and lore that they i guess they want to express and that's the only yeah. way to do it is by having this short and in a way doing it in an animated form makes it more like just you can do more with a smaller budget i guess word i'm i'm trying to play this um this new jansport j album that just came out mm. but it keeps on turning off because i'm streaming it from soundcloud, SoundCloud so i don't or not like Bandcamp, maybe Bandcamp, yeah yeah so I don't know. Fucking yeah. stuff. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What kind of shit are you like? Uh, I've watched Mandalorian. I watched a lot yeah, of yeah. things over the last few weeks. I watched that Ford versus Ferrari joint. Oh, it was that? actually really good. Oh yeah. Okay. It was actually yeah. really good. I thought it was going to be some like surface level shit, but it was great. I watched The Lighthouse uh, recently. I saw that in theaters. Which is, you yet. saw that in theaters? Yeah, that's, that's oh, man. crazy. It was great. It was actually, it might be my favorite film of last year. Considering like even Parasite and Knives Out and Avengers Endgame and man, shit. He, like, he's going to be the yeah. new Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I'm not that's so excited for a lot of that, actually. Mm. I love Just, the suit, though. I, I, I saw a picture of the suit. The, suit the looks Batmobile? Yeah. I didn't see the new Batmobile. Oh, it's a muscle, yeah. it's like a muscle car. <laughs> okay. It's crazy. I like the idea of the gun being the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the symbol. That should be sick. Batman's not supposed to have guns, though. No, it's yeah. a, it's the gun that killed his parents. Oh, okay. So he took it, I guess, apart and then has oh, it as the okay. bat symbol. So as oh, a really? reminder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I'm just, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, just not, I'm just not confident. I'm just not confident in WB executing any of these uh, uh, DC, DC films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that they've completely they've been dropped the ball up, on yeah, all yeah. of them. All of them. Yeah. All of them. So Wonder Woman was cool. Yeah, that was the only one I liked. Yeah. It was fine. 1984 is coming up. It, it was fine. I was I thought, born in 94, so. You were born in 84? Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, I was, I'm an 83 kid. What about you, Eric? 89. Oh. At the tail King end. Joaquin. 76. Won't ask. No oh, shit? What? 76? I thought it was closer to like 70. I didn't realize you are that much older than me. Okay. Yeah, we still look man. good, dog. You and Dallinger. Okay, you growing <laughs> your hair out? Is that what's going down? Yeah, trying to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If I'm patient enough, but I'm I'm getting impatient. I'm ready to cut it. Oh no, nah, don't do that. Keep it rocking. <laughs> I'm about. I'm trying to go bald. I'm losing all my hair and shit. So I was gonna cut my hair off, but my wife. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. I had my ha- my beanie off when you I came know. in. Yeah, when <laughs> that shit was I know, wild earlier. Yeah, but I, I want to see the hairline. That's why. Oh no, 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 no. I can't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's illegal, dog. They'll lock you up for that shit. That's like violating your visa. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Umbrella Academy, all that shit seems really good. Did you guys have a favorite film from last year? Last year had a lot of good films. There were. Um, we're talking like movies that came out last year. Yeah. Not movies I saw last year. Right. right. I mean, I don't know. Freak it. Let's mm. just. I just want to talk about shit. Like, what do you guys like? I haven't been watching a whole lot of movies lately. Yeah. yeah. I think the, the last one I saw was Endgame. Okay. Um, I mean, Parasite, obviously, that was so great. Good. Yeah. But that's like a unanimous kind of decision. It, Yo, that scene yeah. in Lighthouse when um, Willem Dafoe curses, uh, what's what's old boy's name? Um, Robert Pattinson. Mm. I forget his name. Uh, Winslow. Winslow. His name and shit. When he curses him, yo, that, like, he doesn't blink during that whole it's scene. Intense. And the language that they use is just so raw. Did you see that? Man, I feel like I should just pull it up so we can just kind of... Yeah. alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a I haven't, I haven't even seen uh, Parasite. Oh, word? Yeah. Man, you need to get on that. Like I'm saying, I haven't I've been watching movies at all. What is this song, by the way? Jansport J. It's called Wasting My Time, which is what I'm doing right now. Playing a movie scene <laughs> over an audio <laughs> podcast and shit, wasting your time. Hold on, can I just freak it though? I just want to freak it and shit. So my man's, my man's is like they they're stuck in a lighthouse, right? 
And uh, they've been there for a long time, so basically they're just getting drunk every night and eating fucking lobster the whole time. So old boy gets drunk, and he's like, yo, I'm fucking, I want a steak. If I had a steak, I would fuck that steak. And then, and then so Willem Dafoe is like, yo, like, you like my fucking lobster, right? And old boy's like, yo, fuck your lobster. And it, yeah, it gets bad. The trouble with you. That's the trouble with you. With you. With you. No. No. It's a good movie, man. Like, uh, really well shot, like, historically accurate. Um, they use all this maritime, like, language that they pulled from, like, Moby Dick and all these, like, these, like, actual sources. And so, like, uh, real attention to detail in a lot of it. But. You don't like me cooking? Oh, don't be such an old bitch! You're drunk! You don't know what you're talking. How can I possibly like the horse shit? Yeah, I don't need to play this shit, dog. But, you know. I, you won't be saying that. In the kitchen shanty cooks. It was flying dogs. But it's like... On Netflix, you're drunk. You can't no, I, no. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. Loki, I've been saying damn ye a lot. You're fond of me lobster, ain't you? Drunken in a virginity fence. I seen it. These are bars, though. This is like verse of the year for me. I'm gonna have to download a legitimate copy and watch it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Say it. I don't have to say nothing. Damn ye! Let Neptune strike ye dead, Winslow. Hark! Hark! Triton! Hark! Oh boy, it doesn't blink at all. Hello. One shot. Bid our father, the sea king, rise from the depths full, foul in his fury. Black waves teeming with salt foam to smother this young mouth with punch and slime to choke ye. Engorging your organs till ye turn blue and bloated with builds and brine and can scream no more. Only when he crowns. This is going to get me pulled off a like SoundCloud or some shit. They're like, ah, we we notice that you're fucking stealing audio. Aren't there rumors of him being the next Joker, William Defoe? I have no idea. Really, William Defoe? I don't know if I like that idea though. You guys like that idea? He could do it know. for he sure. Could, yeah, he could pull it off, but depends on the movie he's in, right? He just seems too old, no, man. Willem Dafoe is too old. Joker's a bad man. I'm getting confused now. I think that they should... See, this is my thing about that new Batman film. It's like... It's like... Let me go into some music, sorry. Um, I just feel like, yo, we have enough Batman stories. You know what I mean? Batman's a great character, but we have enough Batman stories. Like... You guys have taken the franchise and twisted it up so much with all types of different shit. Like, just start elsewhere. Give me a Nightwing movie. You know what I mean? Give me a Nightwing movie. Or Robin. Give me Give me a Batman Beyond movie with fucking, you know, Michael Keaton as fucking old Batman (laughs) and a young black actor is, you know what I mean? Batman Beyond. You know, like, I think that the, what, what I heard they're trying to do is make a, um, like, this is more detective-based. Oh, yeah, Because, yeah, yeah. like, none of the they Batman films that, have that's, really been... That's what really, like, intrigues me about Batman. Like, look, like, Batman's my dude. Like, oh, I, I love Batman. But the detective angle is, like, what fascinates me the most about it, and they don't really... They haven't leaned into it. No. 
no. haven't leaned into it. There, there's aspects of it in the Nolan. Uh, yeah, those are film, great, but movies in it, their own respect. But uh, <laughs> I did appreciate. I did appreciate. No, no, you don't fuck with them. No, no, I, I, love love I love it. I love it. I love it. But uh, like that's why I like Joker. It was like a refreshing take on that thing. There was no. There's no like bat signal in the background, you know. It wasn't like right. too explicitly Batman, but it was just still like I guess you haven't seen it because you haven't seen it. Actually, I did. Oh, I forgot. About that. Okay, yeah. that shit was really good. Yeah, it was really good. It's it's not a it's it's not a Joker film to me. You know no. what I mean? It, it's not the Joker. It's not the Joker from comic books whatsoever to me. It didn't but, feel okay, like so I, I get it, but you know, like that joke, like. That Joker just does not seem conducive to like a Batman Joker. That film is like a, a film about class issues and shit, which yeah. it, it was really good. Yeah. But like, that's not the universe that I feel like a Batman would be conducive to. Right. So you know you what I mean? Can't see him walking around in that. Nah, world. I, and and it was good that they didn't. It, it's almost like they just made a movie about mental health and class issues and mm. painted him as a Joker. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay, and yeah. More so than yeah. like. Here's a Joker or origin film type so of you thing. So you don't, know? you can't see you walk in, duking it out with a Batman character, as the character that they created in that movie. Not so much. I mean, I could see them framing it that way, but um, the Batman, the Joker that Batman has been fighting since Long Halloween, or you know, the Killing Joke. Mm. That Joker is not a Joaquin Phoenix type of Joker. Like yeah. the the Joker that Batman fights now is a fucking psychopath sociopath murdering maniacal right. individual and but, i just don't see joaquin ever this was an it. origin story right so he could potentially spiral further down yeah, the yeah, rabbit hole yeah. yeah but i think the one of the reasons why that film was good is because it wasn't that fucking maniacal joker that mm. they've been trying to you know we I, I think we got one of the better versions of the joker through heath ledger yeah, yeah, of course. I, I, I think that like that's kind of the peak Joker that I want to see in a Batman film, and I, I'm a huge comic book fan, by the way. I still read comic books weekly, but I mean that's why I kind of feel like give me more stories, man. They say that Batman has one of the best rogue galleries, like the best villains, but why do we keep getting the fucking Joker then? Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like make a detective film and put a character in there that's fucking weird that makes it a superhero detective film. Clayface, or you know what I mean, fucking mm. not Man Bat, but you know Calendar Man or some shit. Yeah. Did you play the games, the Arkham games? Yeah, yeah, they're great. Those are great. Yeah, that's Arkham superhero City. Batman. Yeah, yeah. Was, that's yeah. superhero Batman. That's what I want to so see. So good. I want to see Batman. That is, I'm t same with Spider Man. I'm a huge. If you, I don't know if you noticed, but like my shit is filled <laughs> with Spider Man. Yeah, I see it. Right? I, see it. <laughs> I have read almost every single Spider Man comic book there was to read, but I'm tired of Spider Man too. Tired of the Spider Man films. They just keep on. Give me something new Into and refreshing. Into the Spider Verse, that's that's great. That was dope. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about that the live. That, that's actually wonderful. But again, that's a different approach. I don't. One thing that they did right about the new movies is that they kind of didn't dwell so much on the origin story. Yeah. They kind of just like took off running. But it also removes a certain aspect of Spider-Man's character that I think is important. And they kind of replicated that to some degree with Tony Stark being like the father figure, but. Yeah, like, I don't understand why we got another Peter Parker so soon after Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker. Like, we could have went in so many different directions and exciting stories, but no. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Favorite Batman comic book? Arc. Oh. Story arc. 
Do you guys read comic books? Yes. Been a minute. What, no. what, the cult? I think. Okay. Yeah, where he went fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, and also Dark Knight Returns. Red Sun. Of course. Okay. Red Sun. You know that one? Yeah. They just released the uh, the animated movie for that shit, too. Oh, Superman yeah, yeah, yeah. lands yeah. in Russia. And yeah, yeah and then, uh, I mean, Long Halloween, obviously. Is amazing. Shit. <laughs> yeah, shit. All right, word. What else are you, what are you, so what are you guys into? What type of music you guys like? Well, it basically is hip hop. And, um, well, um, what do you mean by that, though? It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah. go through that. So, um, the first actual hip hop song I ever encountered was, was um Nas okay Illmatic mm. album when I was a kid and and at that time Korea we're the same generation too it's yeah and it's oh. it's it was a little bit more hard for us to like go through like it, yeah I actually had to, like dig in to get like actual good albums in that mm. time because like in that time Korea the uh the pop culture was basically all 90s or 70s like Beatles Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it the, the the trigger was for me the trigger getting into hip hop music was also Korean Idol like that time like dance musics and I was just going through a little bit more cooler stuffs and um, well actually this is the, the music I brought in was the um, the OST of Belly. Oh, okay. Yeah, the first um, actual hip hop mu- like movie like. Yo, ever plug that shit in. Let's oh, let yeah. you play then. Well, how, how did you come across Nas in Korea? Um, so there was a hip hop group called One Time in Korea, and they were doing legit shit at that time. All the kid was from um, L.A. or. Let me know when you're gonna come in, and I'll turn you up. Oh yeah. Uh, well, this is the uh, the title grand uh, grand final. It's Nas, DMX, and Jarul and Method Man. So. Okay. I remember buying this. I ain't going back to jail. Next time, I'm gonna get back. It's old school shit. Word. Yeah. Uh, this is it, baby. End of the road. <laughs> Grand finale. Got hooked up with this man. All the the gangbang shit and everything. I learned from a, like a lot of this movie. <laughs> Did you understand English at this time? Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, didn't really had idea like what were they rapping about at that time. I was a kid, like, I was like 13 Word. years old, 14 years old. Cool. That was it. I'm trying to pull up the Belly soundtrack just to see what was on it. I remember. Oh, I remember. Yeah, it had a uh, Devil's Pie on it too, which is kind of my first introduction to D'Angelo, uh, or maybe not. It's hard to remember, but yeah, yeah I remember the, that. Yeah, uh, the whole whole artist was on uh, Def Jam. Right. Yeah, so like they have um, Jerome, Sparkle, Hot Toddy, Maya, Jay Z oh, also, Noriega. Yeah. What was my jam off of this though? I don't know. I don't remember exactly which was my favorite joint off this. I thought there was a. I thought there was a. Maybe it was Top Shotter. No, I played it. Yeah, that beat. Yeah, this was kind of my shit. I think it's a Swiss Beast beat. Were you fucking with this, Eric, when you were a kid? You were a little young. You might have been. A little like, young, yeah. I remember the first hip hop I was introduced to. I'd like a. Um, 
Puff Daddy tape that I found somewhere. Like him and B.I.G. and Mace, like a like a okay, like a group tape of everyone. Yeah, a group tape of everyone, and I would play that shit and like turn it down so my parents didn't hear what was going on because <laughs> they sure. wouldn't want it. They wouldn't want to hear that sure, shit. Sure, um, But yeah, what was kind of the first music you guys got into? To for me, so like I would do the. Um, anime soundtracks right off the bat and then i started listening to like i found samurai shampoo and that shit had like mad uh, beats and new jobbies and then i was like okay some hip-hop shit and then my buddy in high school he was like the hip-hop dude he gives me one one day the last day of school before summer break he hands me a mixtape or mix cd had like black star fucking nas like mm. all this shit and i just listened to that on loop and that's it opened my mind and then um de la soul is like my shit that's oh, yeah. like that's what i stuck with. like that he had to give me a couple tracks from them on that on that cd and yeah so like <laughs> all good i'll come in yeah so yeah de la and i mean obviously love for tribe but i think de la is a little underrated they Absolutely. got a little they got a little overshadowed which is uh understandable i think a lot of that had to do with their um their label deal <coughs> shit like yeah, that yeah exactly you know they had a lot of issues with sampling clearance like one of the first mm. historically well-known like fucking guys that got stepped on for sampling the wrong way him yeah, and, like, bi- them and like Bism- they're still actually having issues yep. like uh they're not they an- suggest not to stream their music right now until they get that shit figured out with tommy boy or whoever the fuck i think it's tommy right? boy yeah. yeah yeah so yeah you want to use my spotify and play something now yeah I, well i wanted to play my number one de la track so <laughs> we just said don't uh yeah but whatever stakes is high oh yeah i i've, I've got that you got yeah. that okay that's my my go-to anthem. Was that your first De La song that you heard? This is one of the yeah, best. Yeah, one of them. Oh. One of them. Sick. Yeah. This is one of my favorite Dilla beats uh, of all time. So good. And then, yeah. The nostalgic factor for me, I'm just like, <laughs> dope. Our first guest that we had on the podcast was Maceo of De La Soul. Are you kidding me? Whoa. No, I got an interview with it. It wasn't in the studio, but he gave us an interview off of my uh, little digital recorder. And I was so drunk when it happened that I'm just like <laughs> nervous to go back to listen to it, to hear me slurring. And he was so fucking cool and nice. But people told me it was a good interview and insightful and touched some things they hadn't heard him speak of before. So hopefully that's it. But I haven't listened to it ever. <laughs> Oh really? Never. Oh yeah. Have you heard the uh, the DJ Spinner remix of this shit? It's actually one of like the uh, you know usually there's only a few cats that can make a song like doper than the original. Like Pete Rock specializes in that, but the Spinner um, remix of this is actually pretty good too. I'll play it next. One of the things that I was talking about with um, DJ Illegal of the Snow Goons, because he's been, his crew's been together for like 20 years. It's hard to maintain like a friendship and in a musical relationship for that long. Like you look at Tribe and the trials and tribulations of their relationship and how messy it's gotten between all of them. 
up until, you know, Fife passed away. But De La, never even a hint of it in the music. They never, Postanus was never like, I'm going to make a solo album over here. None of them ever did that. They've just been like fucking brothers. This beat is just. Say that again. Uh, I just I was just wondering like whenever I like listen to these like golden age classics like just you know like why can't they do that do this again? Like, well, a lot of people are I think there's a lot of music that sounds you know that is a similar approach, sample based hip hop with messages that are not like how much money you have or things of that more authentic approaches to just discussing themselves and rapping about themselves. Which but is, you know, which is what they're talking about on this song. Yeah, like, they're calling all that shit. Out. Well, during this, like this is this is like what ninety seven, right? Yeah, this well, is like ninety six, ninety seven. All this yeah, yeah. like bling bling right. shit happening, yeah. and they're like calling back to conscious rap. Well, during that time, what was happening was like the the, the nineteen ninety six telecommunications acts uh, by the Clintons and shit, right? Bill Clinton, and, and this allowed uh, mega conglomerates to purchase up all the radio stations and purchase up, you know, basically what happened is that Viacom and Clear Channel and these type of places, um, I'm not as sure if actually they were the people that purchased everything, but they started buying up all the radio stations and the only ways that you could hear like DJs able to play what they wanted to play was on like college radio, right? And so what happened is that like the entire music industry got like homogenized because the relationships between this mega conglomerate and record labels is what was getting music played on things and it was harder for djs to break an artist and there was only a few places that really had that kind of same vibe like hot 97 but everywhere else was just like this is what the music industry is moving towards let's play the more violent the more poppy type of sounds puff daddy and all that type of shit and all of the cats that were of the De La Soul Ilk decided to go underground. We thought that they thought that, you know, we could navigate that. And it just never really happened because MP3s made it more difficult and eh, everything changed. But yeah, at the time when this came out, it was like, what side are you on? Are you on this side or are you on It Was Written by Nas? And, you know, that kind of more track masters, poppy sound. And I went hella underground with Company Flow and Freestyle Fellowship and shit. And I was actually a big Nas hater and Jay-Z hater um, up until, like, yesterday. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no, but for a long time, I didn't appreciate those cats. Like, No Limit and things of that nature, I didn't appreciate it. But, you know, like this, this shit. That's funny. I was the same yeah. way. Here goes the Spinner remix. Yeah, Keen and I are very much on the same, like, uh level when it, we're both west coast under, underground cats so we're into the underground experimental weird type of shit so but this this uh the the dj spinner remix it's got a different vibe it's not as like nice. menacing kind of like dire i guess you might say but spinner is so dope and criminally inherited too man, man. he's one of the best producers in the 90s. Go back and listen to our episode with DJ Spinner. Nice I'd be, I'd be really surprised to um, 
have interviewed a lot of these guys actually like i'll just be chilling in this little room talking shit what you got keen what do you got today you want to plug in the new day law shit is really dope too have you guys heard the anonymous nobody that album is really good the self-funded one the crowdfunded one that they did yeah 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 it's good there's some good tracks on that whenever you're ready so it was between this and uh aya gloomy but i think i've plugged aya gloomy here so uh, this is a uh, leilani minuscule uh this been this has been on loop for the past few days oh, it's not playing what the fuck one sec not hip-hop but ill and definitely inspired by portishead i don't know dog this might be hip-hop trip out i mean she's rocking a fucking she's ill yeah dude a machine finger drumming Yeah, this shit is so dope, man. Dallinger put me onto this because he saw um, Cut Chemist uh, share it. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, yo, so who dope. is this chick? Yeah, yeah. It's just like some some young lady, some woman. And the like video is so sick. She's, I think she's going to art school uh, learning animation. Word. And the video is all animated. It's sick. Check it out. The video just came out. It's really dope, but... Did you see her interview with Stevie Weeby? No, I didn't. Oh, check it out. The Stevie Weeby show? I, I've heard of that, but I've never watched it myself. He has a lot of heads on there. Tumex, Eli. Word. Yeah, Satch. Oh, no shit. It's like yeah. Bobby Lee's brother. Bobby Lee's brother, yeah. yeah. Is that but, right? Yeah, yeah, but he had uh, Le- Leilani on there. And she talks about how she was making beats since she was like 12 years old. No shit. Yeah, it's it's dope. Yeah, she's uh, she's really ill, man. Her name is Leilani from really West Covina. Oh, word. <laughs> no sh- now her, her album wasn't on Spotify for a long time, but it's on there now. So I recommend people go to check it out. What is it called? Like Paradise or some shit yeah, like I that. Know, yeah, I don't know. Fantastic Planet. That's where this song's from. Word. Yeah, she's dope. Man, I don't really know what I'm going to play. Maybe I'll play some Japanese hip-hop shit that I've been listening to. This shit is um, Omen 4-4, Nips, Viking, and a cat named Hiroaki. Oh, Viking's in it? Yeah. You know Viking? Yeah. Yo, I just met him a couple weeks back, and uh, he runs... 
juice bar rocket in Kitasenju, which is like a fucking ill-ass juice bar. And there was a show that was going on there, and that's where I met him. But this is the album he did with the homie uh, Omen 4-4, Peace of the God. And, um, like, it's drumless, but I fucking like this shit a lot, especially Vikings verse. But how's your Japanese, Eric? (laughs) (laughs) Working on it. Working on it. I feel you. Me too. Me too. Yeah. How about you, Ken? You getting doper? It's getting better, but I'm still not good at all. Sometimes I listen to some shit. Word. (laughs) Bokumo, yo. But <laughs> yeah, but Chobaka. Uh, <laughs> but but like I'll be listening to some shit and I'm just like, like, like this joint right here. I at first I thought he said I'm a I'm a young goose, but it's not that at all. <laughs> not. He says I'm a young Osadaharu, which is the Jap- the Chinese baseball player that was out here. But, a young Guka. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's the that's the hard part of Japanese rap because like the intellectual um, the well the easy way to say is that the numbers of that they can choose is so limited. Word. And especially for like if they like katakanize the uh, the English word the, the pronunciation just like changes yeah. like totally like different words so I mean like I do do really respect like the how they made up their own way to like rap on Japanese yeah. but people who really are comfortable with American rap or even like Korean raps it just sometimes kind of yeah. like feel like like sounds off right it's uh, hard to like understand lot. yeah I, th- I find that the japanese rappers that i like the most are ones who can speak english some because they have a different understanding of the way mm. the word placement works because japanese is, is all vowel sounds right phonetically like it sounds like they're off beat a lot of times and a lot of times they are off beat because they just don't end bars the same way that we do and it's a little bit strange getting yeah. used to. So we, we have conversations about Japanese language and hip hop and the way it works so often on the podcast. I won't go more into detail <laughs> on it, but it's an acquired taste. And mm. my taste for Japanese MCs varies pretty widely. Some cats that are like well, really well known and popular. I'm just like, ah, I'm not feeling that. Same. But I find that a lot of the cats that can speak English, like Viking, Omen, Kojo, Olga, like a lot of these cats that I listen to, um, it, it's a different approach to, to the rapping. But here's some other shit. Hold on. This joint is by DJ Yasa, and it's called Anohi, and it's the Utatane uh, remix, which Utatane is like falling asleep, yeah? So it's like really just quiet. But the MC on it is Dengaru, mm-hmm. who is, uh, I don't know if you guys know him, he's super ill as well. So. DJ Yasa. DJ Yasa was on that weird track that I started the podcast with on with FKD. He makes maybe he or she makes just really dope beats, but this is this is kind of my morning joint. See Dengaru, he knows how to 
りのめり込んだ必死に集めたレコードにミックステープそれまでの日々が一点待ちきれなかったイベントはウィーケンダッチとラップ口ずさみよう See, one thing I find about Japanese MCs even if they don't rhyme the last word of the bar the ones that know how to count syllables sound different to me than ones that just don't know how to count syllables like him he might not end with like a do do like you know like an actual really um phonetically no, not phonetically but on point like you know cat hat type of bar but he ends the syllable counts of his bars are on time Anybody else have other shit they want to share? Let me take a look. Got some joints on it. You guys fuck with Fortet at all? Yeah, absolutely. They just released. He? He. Yeah, yeah they. He just released an album. Was it this. Like yesterday or today? Oh, the word? Full, the full thing came out. Oh, no shit. Yeah, 16 so Oceans. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Do you have a track off there that you like? No, I just. Oh, wow, there's quite a few tracks on there. Yeah. Yeah, but this shit's ill, Keen. Yo, all right. I'm going to read some names and then pick one of these titles. Bubbles at Overlook, 25th March, 2019. Green. Hi, Hello. Love Salad. Romantics. Teenage Bird Song. Harpsichord. Baby. School. Pick one of those titles. I like Love Salad. <laughs> oh, this shit is seven minutes long. Let's see what's going on here, Fortet. Gotta stay healthy. Now his last joint um, was a few years uh, was a few years ago. New Energy. He mm. takes different approaches to his production, but there's a song off that joint called Daughter, I think, that is like one of my favorite joints he put out in a couple years. But this is should be interesting. Okay. Sounds like him. See, I'm not sure. Like he's an electronica type of artist, right? He's a producer who has like. He doesn't make like house or he doesn't make trance. He makes all these different kind of like, it's almost IDM, like a Daedalus, you know what I mean? Like that. Some of his shit is more 4-4, some of his shit is 5-8, some of his shit is this. But I like him a lot. With this being seven minutes long, I feel like it's gonna be a crazy build up. Yeah. 
of salad. Feel free to plug in if you like, or anybody. We'll do another one more share and then move on to the game. You got one? Let me skip ahead. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, huh? It's a build-up. All right. Let me come down. Keen Joaquin. Uh, this is off of Eli's, I think, first tape back in the day. And it was what like would one that of be? Um, like early or mid-90s, 96, 97. No, nah, but I mean, it like was what a, tape uh, is that? Uh, is that Gandalf's? Uh, Sideways Days or something? Oh, okay. Uh, every day, as they pass. Sorry, oh, as they okay. pass. The uh, very first one. Oh, okay. Uh, every day is on that. Also, moving ninety nine, moving ninety. Mm, yeah, it is moving. It is. Was it ninety nine? Ninety nine. Some shit like yeah. that, right? It was a long time ago. But um, this chick had this verse on here in Japanese. I mean, she's not saying anything now that I know what she's saying, but the style, she just chops it. So I'll just get into That's it. My name is Y.U.K.I. A.K.A. Beauty Girl Sarake Das, Kodoba Das, Adidas, De Adidas Y.U.K.I. is my flavor First of all, I represent Asian American mind Nihon no shimeku ni kokoro No, I forgot about this Eli is um, a member of the Living Legends And the Three Melancholy Gypsies Which is uh, a West Coast, Los Angeles, Oakland uh, Collective of underground rap cats The Grouch Merce is probably the most popular mm. of all of them. Scarab, uh, Lucky I Am, PSC, Sunspot. Uh, and there used to be a Japanese MC named Arata who was on there as well. But all of their shit is really lo-fi, four-track, release out the trunk of a car, you know, DIY shit for the first several years of their careers. And um, this mixtape... I got, I got this separated on multiple mixtapes that people passed to me. Like, it had one or two tracks on it, and then a bunch of other tracks. But it's, it's my favorite release from him, maybe. Yeah. But I forgot about this. Yeah. I've been digging through like old, old shit. <laughs> Nineteen ninety six. Holy shit! Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm gonna play. Yeah, the shit is like the drums won't be quantized. It'll be all crazy and shit like that. But yeah, there's some real West Coast shit, like some real head type of shit. Old old shit. Oh, off uh, of the same album uh, every day. Okay, well. Let's try this uh, artist uh, card. I don't have yeah, the deck here, so let's... I don't know. Are we all De La Soul fans? Are you uh, a De La I mean, Soul yeah. fan, Jay? I like it, but I'm not really familiar with the... Uh, you got to speak into the mic. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you like it not too familiar? Yeah. All right. We all Nas fans? No? I, I am, but... Uh, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out it's something like a card that we could do. Where we pick the favorite song from an artist catalog type of thing. I can do Nas. I already have Nas locked in. What about like a Method Man? Can you do Method? Yeah? All right. So this is what we're going to do. 
The category is your favorite song, the best song from Method Man's catalog. Okay? Okay. All right, so I'm going to start off. digging. I'm not going to go with the popular track. I'm going to go with... My teeth are straight, but my mental state is fogged over. 3 a.m. in San Francisco doing shows and kicking it till the next day. Here we go. No pay with a black hangover from the poison. Off of Stimulation, off of Takao. And I picked this largely because of that second verse. All right. Who wants to go next? Here goes the ox. I got 36 styles on my mind, on my mind Keep it real, shall let me represent one All my people thought you with me, where you at? All my deliveries on the track, where you at? Throw your fucking hands in the air If you wanna, I'm fucking die I'm from a small town, one nigga do what they get Hold on, I'm trying to get to that verse, hold on This second verse is one of my favorite Method Man verse of all time I'm not playing to win, I'm playing to play <laughs> Goes that verse. I'm here for you, son. I got your back. As long as you keep it real, word, I got your back. When I'm going to drama, I don't know how to act. Until the tone corner at his own head crack. I'm going to keep it real, no disguise, I can die. I think this is the track where the term Wu Tang Forever originated as well. All right, somebody's got to plug in and go. All right, Eric's going to go next. It reminds more of a Method Man. It's on the queue, so you can just skip it. It's more of a Method Man feature. I like it. Trailmatic by ASAP Mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good choice. I haven't heard this. You're up next, Jay. I'll bring you in after we get like two minutes of this. This is a dope beat. It looks like I'm reading the lyrics. It doesn't say who goes up first or last or whatever, but it looks like just by reading the lyrics that Method Man's the third verse. Okay. You can recognize his signature bounce. Like he has a very distinct writing style. Let me skip ahead. Back. 
I'm shack strong, I'm breaking back bars, draped in Tommy. My bitch beside me, young God body. This was like two years ago. Is it? I um I haven't heard this album, but I'll be stretching the cash. I'm a little passive aggressive. You can stretch when I'm mad. For the line, man, it's depressive. Rapid stressing me back. Yo, Method Man still got it. Yeah. A fact, though, that I've recently saw him talk about is that he hasn't been cursing in his raps for like the last five years and nobody really noticed. For real? Yeah. Not a single curse word. Is it because of his style? I guess. Like one day he was just like, yo, I'm not going to curse in this bar and then uh, in this verse. And then he just kept on doing it. He said it pre presents him with like different challenges in his writing and shit, which I respect. Yeah. All right. So we got that. Let's let's come in for you, Jay. Uh, okay, I got a uh, part two. It's the um, it's another uh, movie. How high? Method Man and Red Man. Word word. Yeah, it's like old school. It's ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. So far, I think you're in the lead. I gotta vote for this. Oh, yeah. We'll come in after this verse. Again, we've got this event going uh, March 28th. Hold on, I want to give a shout out to I Am Jesse's event too, really quick, which is happening sometime. 26th, I believe. Okay, it's Thursday, the 26th. Okay, well shit. I can't mention that. This podcast won't be out yet. Sorry. Hold on, King. You can come in now. Also from Tikal. Also. Yeah. 
This is like a a boxing walkout song. Yeah. This is like the just version the energy, of the, yeah. the Rocky Eye of the shit, Tiger yeah. music. Yeah. It's so epic. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're about to get fucked up. Yeah. Oh, man. I might have to vote for this. This was going to be my first choice, but I went with my favorite verse instead. This is 94? Yeah. Uh, and also, this is different from the video too. version. The video version, they, it kind of toned it down. Yeah. Like the oh, energy okay. wasn't as the same, so yeah. Like, You're All I Need, I like the album version versus the right. Mary J yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. Word, A word. lot more. The beat, everything. I agree with you. Anything comes out the first is the best. What do you guys think? Who wins? I'm voting Keen. You can't vote for yourself. I'm voting for Keen here. Uh, let me let me turn this on. I'm gonna come into uh, for the rest of the podcast. I'm gonna play some Pigeon Dust. Uh, listen to his. He's gonna be on the podcast next week. So tune in for that. Japanese beatmaker. New album out on Cold Busted Records. Is D coming for that? D's coming. Yeah, you should come through, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's super dope. But his new album is so ill. It's called Way Back When. Lots of jazz loops. Let me go ahead and just bust this shit. Hold on. Another one. But who wins, guys? I'm voting for Keen in this one. I fuck with Jay's track. Jay? Who do you vote for? You can't vote for yourself. Am I going to be the tiebreaker? Yeah, maybe. Oh, shit. Because I was going to vote for Mega. Okay. So whoever you vote for is going to win. All right, King, congratulations. You are the winner of a brand new Mega Late Show. Congratulations. (laughs) Yes, yes. I got two beers. I'm happy. Hey, there we go. Word, man. I mean, is there anything else that we want to talk about in regards to the Japanese artistic community or things that you are doing in the future, things of that nature? I think I'm going to cut some stuff out of this podcast part. Probably the whole bit where I let that lighthouse shit go. I'll probably uh, cut that out. Yeah. I'll probably cut that out. All but, right, you know, right. is there anything else you got, we want to talk about? How do you guys feel about something? Any events? Art shows coming up? Um, well, it was... Oh, we, we're going to be at the same event on the 3rd and 26th, but... Um, yeah. That uh, was... That's going to be before uh, when it's going to be up, so it's, I guess it's okay. That's um, I Am Jesse's joint? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, personally... Not in the moment, but uh, we'll definitely keep on working on our own uh, works and going to keep posting on new works on Instagram, on website. So if you guys are interested. Can people reach out to yeah. you for art type of projects? Yeah, or absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, we're are you guys down to do just <laughs> anything? Open, or? open book. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to do anything. As much as I talked earlier about like wanting to do my own thing. I'm in no position to say no to a good project. Well, like if I sure. if I fuck with it, then I, I'm down to do it. Sure. And yeah, Instagram, my website, my email. I'm not gonna give up my webs my email right here. But if you go to my website, then you can find Tight. it there. But yeah, it's uh, ericdiot.com. Do you guys have like prints for sale and shit like that? Uh, I don't. I do. I 
I do. I can facilitate that for sure. I what don't about know. like original pieces? Do you guys like yeah. use like paint brushes, or are you guys mostly do I like digital shit? I do have um, yeah canvases, art artworks done and um, not really printed out yet. But if anyone wants it, I can always print it out. Tight. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. Same here. So. I, I want some of your guys's art for the studio, man. Yeah, yeah. Big or small, yeah. hook it up. I'll come through again. And yeah. Put something on the wall. I mean, if yeah, if you want to like just do a painting, I'm I. I That'd Not to dope, try to actually. like finesse some free art out of y'all or some <laughs> shit, but no, that's, you know, just I, that's what it sounds like. Well, you know, the, the studio the studio hasn't had anything new put up in a whole minute, and so I need to start filling up this wall space. I'm thinking about pulling this whole shit down and trying to have something big on this, but mm. who knows what what's going down? I need some new things. Like I got this phonics piece. Phonics is really dope, and but you know, you oh, see he, all he this. Did that yeah, I noticed box? that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, Phonics is really dope too. He's yeah. a beat maker, but he's also does some illustration and um, design. He, d he designs a lot of flyers and album covers for people. So he's he's got his own style and aesthetic, and he's just really ill. But yeah, man, there's a lot of art space up here that I need cool. to get filled out. Actually, sounds good. Word. Yeah. So now you guys are the 106th members of the Mega Late Show podcast. We just keep on growing and shit. Thank, Thank you, you very man. much. No word, man. It's been it's been fun and a pleasure. I kind of don't want to sign off yet, but I guess we should, huh? Has it been long enough? Mm. Is it, know, it's snowing right been? now. Is I, it? I think we're Is it like still snowing. Yeah, I think we're, we're at like up. about two hours and ten minutes total for both parts of the podcast. Wow. Time flies. The the parts that are recorded and shit. So the first joint is about an hour, and this joint is probably about an hour and ten so far. So, mm. but I mean, we'll cut it down. the The lighthouse has to go. Yeah. Okay. And um, maybe maybe the a little bit um that uh, Korean Japanese part maybe if you can. Okay, I mean, th that you. didn't get too spicy, but, I I know, mean, but it, it was a tangent that we didn't really need to go on. Mm. But now that everybody knows, oh. I just want to let you guys know that we're on to you. We know <laughs> the bullshit. Yeah. No, no. yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. I don't, I don't know. It's like, um, by yeah, if it's yeah, necessary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if it's necessary, we'll see about cutting it out. So no new events except for the one that's already passed by the time this has been released. That's right. Yeah. Hopefully okay. it goes well. Yeah, we've got you guys' uh, social media information. We did a lot of uh, musical shares and shit like that. But okay, Mega Late Show, episode 106. You can find me at all those places. Keen, where are you at? KeenWaKeen.com, K-E-E-N-W-A-K-E-E-N.com. Uh, also, KeenWaKeen at uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, it's at R-Y-O-N-G-K-O, R. -Y -O -N -G -K -O, Oh, A-R-T. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Ryonko Art and also R-Y-O-N-G-K-O dot com, Ryonko dot com. And Eric Diot at E-R-I-C-D-I-O-T-T-E -T -T -E on Instagram. And the website is the same, E-R-I-C-D-I-O-T-T-E dot com. That's right. You've been listening to the Grove of Theoretical Suchness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, yo, I think I'm going to have the DJs from... Madam Wu, the strip club uh, Word, on the really? podcast soon. <laughs> so that's that's going to be a vibe. Uh, pay attention to Mega Late Show. Like, share, oh, subscribe. Yeah. Do, 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 we appreciate do, do, do. all of you. Uh, don't go back and listen to that drunken interview with Maceo. Don't do that. Don't do not. It's like episode three, I think, I want to say. But, you know, we used to get really drunk. Now we know. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. Why am I just, just like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. broadcasting your weaknesses and mm. shit? Yeah. All right. Peace. 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 Thank you.
Thank you, fellas. Thank you. Pleasure in the front. We'll get you guys back. Now that you. Oh. oh. <laughs> too late. Too late. Too late. Too late. Too late. No, there we go, doctor. This is, this, is, this is how we all perish now. Yeah. yeah. We're all no. a team, man.